Sure am, brother. You have won. <clears throat> you um, won. Well, no, I actually, now that I, I actually have three USB ports um, because I plug my docking station in. That's like saying. It's like saying, fuck you, that, my laptop. That's like saying, I have huge tits, but yeah, obviously I got breast implants. You know, <laughs> they, there's sequels. nothing wrong with that. It's true. Um, Do you know what I saw in the, uh, the supermarket yesterday or the shop? Go on. Um, ZMA. In the supermarket. Yeah, you know Connecticut. That uh, I think they're an Irish brand, aren't they? Connecticut, yeah, yeah, yeah. Galway, maybe. Yeah, uh, ZME. Uh, yeah. I know this morning actually I saw them. Um, I was going to buy it, but I already have some, so I get it the next day. That's mad. That's nice. See surveillance. Yeah, I just I think I've gotten the same ZME ever since the first time I've gotten it. Oh no! Did you get it from? Sorry, I had one like fucking weird off-brand one. Uh, bulk powders. You can buy bags of them. You can buy a kilo bag of of ZME tablets. Um, just the best way to get it. In bulk. Uh, I heard this Broderick talking before. I heard him talking about the sourcing of your vitamins from where you get them. You know, so like if you get a magnesium from like chalk or magnesium from yeah fucking almonds, you know, it's better. So I'd wonder. I'm not saying I have no idea about the quality of bulk powder stuff, but <laughs> you'd wonder what is like where. How much is the bag? The, the big bag. How much is the bag of it? Um, like is it like fucking twenty or is it like a tenner kind of thing? Like no, no, it's still pretty expensive. Like you, it's a marginal saving. Yeah, you got you kind of want in a weird way. You kind of, like this is obviously phenomenology, as Ripito says, um, of buying things. You kind of want your stuff to be expensive, so it makes you so you associate price with uh, quality. So, so bulk powders, ZMA capsules. Uh, to oh shit, they don't have the kilo bag anymore, or they don't have it in stock right now. Uh, yeah, for two hundred and seventy capsules, it's thirty eight euro. Oh, that's not. Oh, right. So that's just it's normal price, cheap, basically. Like, so yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's like that's standard price. Yeah, because it was like fourteen euro for the ZMA, or was it ninety capsules, maybe? You have to be careful with ZMA though, because like you want the eight hundred ten milligram tablets, and there's loads of them are two hundred milligram tablets, and they'll charge the same price. Bastards. Uh, yeah, it was no the, uh, they recommend you take them in the morning. And the I got I just got Biotech from HP Nutrition. There's like a discount supplement in the store morning. in Ireland. Yeah, they say, obviously I don't. But what I kind take, of fucking um, rookie newbies are they? It's it's great for the you know the solidification of your stool, the magnesium. Oh yeah, that. phenomenal. In case in case anyone's having issues with that, not that I did, but it does. Uh, it um, it's it's also great for the trippiest dreams you're ever going to have in your entire life. If I you don't know if I if you yeah. ever want to like get into bed and be like. Uh, do you know what I really want now? I want to feel like I've plugged my brain into the back of a PlayStation 1 and then I've put it on to 240 volts and I'm just going to hang on for the next three hours. Yeah. If you like, if you ate a block of cheese and had fucking five ZMA tablets, you're about to trip balls in your sleep and it'll feel amazing. The problem with dreams is it's very hard to get out of them. Oh, it's so good, isn't it? The He's worst is when you, when you wake, like if you're like, do you know if you if you're having a bad dream, so like yeah. the stereotypical bad dream, you're like fucking, you're after like you're in a fight and you're losing it or something or somebody's chasing you. If you've yeah. turned that bad dream around, and then right. you wake up without seeing yeah. a resolution, oh my god, that's the worst thing in the world. Waking up from a bad dream is such a fucking relief, though. You're so relieved. Yeah, Joe, you know when you're like, when you're still breathing heavily, and you yeah. wake up and you're, oh, fuck. Yeah. Rock Joe. hard, just yeah. like in like. <laughs> Here, bulk powders have gone through a huge rebranding of they I've never yeah. noticed this. Bulk. They're just called bulk now, is it? Yeah. Bulk.com. I love if bulk did, powders. Like, like you can buy coconut water powder. How much do you get a bag of coconut water powder is? Uh, how many grams? Um, it's in pounds. Or sorry, it's in it, the currency is pounds. First of all, I don't know how many grams it is. It is, hang on. Um, I'd say for 100 <laughs> servings, you're probably talking about... Forty-nine, forty-nine. Not bad. It's thirty-nine, thirty-nine. Not ah, a bad guess, though. Fuck. What the fuck do you want coconut water powder for? Though is what I want to know. It just what rehydrates me way better, Owen. Uh, a one kilogram bag is seventy-five pounds for one kilogram bag. Holy fucking shit! Does the man who picked the coconuts come with them and serve it to you? <laughs> Holy fuck! They still have ZMA, but you can just get a normal little tubby poos. Yeah. I'm over it. Like I want the bag of ZMA. Like. 
Big old bag. Like it looks like a fucking ration bag full of ZMA capsules. That's what you want. Like exactly. Yeah. I can I can get you a bucket of lick if you want it. <laughs> get your um, get all your minerals. Did you uh, you didn't watch that Eddie whole video? But he got this blood <clears throat> blood work dude. Um, she said I don't know about selling. So he's this guy who came on Eddie Hall and he was like selling his uh, his fucking. He went through Eddie Hall's blood work, you know. We were funny. We were talking about it yesterday, but he yeah. So like they, they're going through his blood work, and they're like, "Yeah, you're really healthy. Everything's great here. Like your ferritin blood vessel counts. Uh, it's all great. Um, you know, your vitamin C. Maybe you could do a bit more of that. Uh, maybe a bit more magnesium as well. But other than that, you're really healthy. And it's like Eddie's heart is pumping. Yeah, the equivalent of a baby elephant every day. So <laughs> that's probably the issue there, not so much the arbitrary values in your blood work. Now, we're both a fan of that kind of blood work, you know. But at the end of the day. Uh, Eddie's like 150 kilos and he's pretty fucking lean of fairness there's a lot of muscle mass there but that heart you know yeah. you don't first of all you don't want your heart growing with that muscle mass <laughs> which it definitely has like and like also it still has to work for that like you know that is like an, the issue yeah I think oh people can lose the fucking forest for the tree or like can't see the trees for the forest or whatever here like they'll watch that video right and they'll be like oh well he's on loads of gear and like Joe, he kept his red blood cell count in, in range and like, Oh, his, his vitamin profile is great. Mm-hmm. If you're 150 kilos, you're not yeah. that healthy. Like you're, I'm sorry now, but you're fucking all cause mortality is through the roof. Like your risk of dying from anything is just so yeah. much higher. Like, uh, yeah, that's not good. Like, and maybe they know that. Maybe they're like, yeah, okay, we're just trying to make everything else as optimal as possible, which makes sense. But at the end of the day, you know, it isn't, being that size isn't, is no bueno. Maybe they but should say it in the video. Maybe they should say, oh, Eddie, you're probably going to die 23 years younger than you could. Like, mm-hmm. you're just cutting your life by fucking 30% uh, because you're 150 to 180 kilos at different times. And even though your blood values are good, and you appear to be relatively healthy, and you're getting healthier, you're still not in a good position. Like, Also, no, I'm not saying, you know, doctors are to be on all and end all or whatever, yeah. but the fella doing it with him doesn't seem to be any kind of medical professional. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. He said he'd study stuff, which I don't yeah. know if he meant in the obvious <laughs> sense of the word, or was he actually, like, did he go do a course? Yeah. Like, was he qualified in this stuff? Like, he, I mean, that website just have no goxy boodles, and he does, like, he sells like analysis of people's blood works and stuff, and like Jesus, I don't know. It's, like that's a weird one, isn't it? Where someone could have accrued a lot of knowledge, so they mm-hmm. might like know everything, but mm-hmm. they don't have. So they could be like they could be a fucking great practitioner, you know. They could be they could know everything. They could know how to change your fucking whatever levels it is they find in those tests. Yeah, but they still haven't done the like the seven years of hardship. Like I'm sorry. Yeah. If, if I'm getting like medical grade advice off someone, I want them to have fucked up their fucking twenties and <laughs> not at life. Like, Joe, they have to have suffered in some way to gain uh, that like, knowledge. Blood work is funny. It's pretty sexy at the moment too. So sexy, yeah. Does bringing those values in to line with whatever you would assume should be in line? Do they mean anything? You know, do they? Does it bring your vitamin D to certain levels? Does it bring your calcium to certain levels? Magnesium, vitamin C, whatever name whatever one of those yeah. you want does it really mean anything like does it and i'm not saying it does or it doesn't you would assume it probably does but at the same time well like, like you could be sure there are certain vitamin deficiencies uh like a b vitamin deficiency will literally give you fucking depressed mood it will give mm-hmm. you horrendous quality of life you won't be yeah. able to sleep your fucking everything in your life will be thrown off by B, a B vitamin deficiency. So like you can get people presenting with the like you can get them presenting with fucking uh, symptomology concurrent with depression or like symptomology concurrent mm-hmm. with like Alzheimer's. Yet they're they're just drastically deficient in, in vitamin B six, and they'll just get an intramuscular shot of vitamin B six every week for fucking two months. And then suddenly they're up to a level and then they probably just need that shot every six to ten weeks to keep them good. Like those kind of levels, I think, are hugely important. Um, But on the same note, 
if that's Eddie Hall presenting and Eddie Hall's 150 kilos and Eddie mm-hmm. Hall needs to lose 33% of his body weight and he'll mm-hmm. still be clinically obese, like, he doesn't need a B vitamin shot to make him healthy. Yeah. And that's the yeah. difference between, like, sports performance and healthy. Most people listening to this are fucking on it for sports performance. But being healthy and not dying is actually a very big point of sports performance. Was that um, was that a plug for Anna Tuckman's there? We sponsored it now. <laughs> the most overpriced mushrooms you can buy. Like, I know lads that sell you mushrooms way cheaper than that, and they'd probably have a better time with them. Oh, but... way better time. <laughs> you have their They're... number there. I'm actually entrenched on the new bulk powders. They have so much stuff. This is insane. Like them, I'll tell you about the money they have that they can stock all of this. Like yeah. there's a com- complete stimulant here, right? Um, there's taurine in it, caffeine, uh, tyrosine, choline, bitter, bitter. That's trait. a town in West Cork. Choline <laughs> bitter trait. I've never heard of that. Bitter, bitter trait. I've literally never heard of that. That's very strange. And then there's DME. Like, there's something about taking nootropics that is just a little bit, just, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like when you read the stuff about, you know, modafinil, or if you read some of the stuff about, um, like, any other stimulants are, like, kind of basically met, you know, so people yeah. have to take them for ADD or whatever, you're like, that makes sense, you know, you need to take stuff. But when people use, like, Adderall or modafinil, probably the most recreationally used one, like, they change your, the thing I was reading a while ago was, like, it, it changes. A single use can change your brain plasticity. So, like, there's something very scary about changing your brain. You know, injuring your health in terms of non-mental capacity, like, so your physical capacity, you're like, right. But at least I'm still all there, you know. But then if you fuck up your brain, you'd never know. Because if you're insane, you'd never know, Fitz. You'd, you'd never, never know. fucking know. No. You'd never know. You could be insane and you wouldn't have a clue. You'd have no idea. Maybe ignorance is bliss. Maybe you should take stimulants. Uh, I, wouldn't put, I wouldn't put any of those stims in with with nootropics uh to be honest like i'd i'd kind of i differentiate those two things out as the same way i'd differentiate um over the count like sorry the same way i'd differentiate out like prescription medication and nutritional supplements like uh, to be honest i think like something like alpha brain is as far from modafinil as fucking diaphene is from rosehip oil holy fuck they have Sorry, that was complete stimulant. Complete nootropic is as one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen ingredients in it. Yeah. What the fuck? So uh, these are some honest level fucking mixtures of fucking nonsense. Steve like Ginkgo biloba, which is extracted from the leaves of the ginkgo biloba tree, a natural source of flavoglycosides and terpene lactones, along with other active compounds. 6,000 milligrams of that. Jesus, there's other things you can take 6,000 milligrams and you'll definitely get some performance boost. <laughs> so I hear. <laughs> you get a there's lot of performance a, out of 6,000 milligrams. That's uh, N-acetyl-L-cartonine, N-acetyl-L-tyrosine. Um... The N-acetyl L-carbonine, a naturally occurring amino acid compound, able to effectively cross the blood-brain barrier. So does coke and stuff, probably. Like, <laughs> then you like Panax ginseng. There's so many different variants of ginseng, but it's so funny, yeah. and they all do different things. It's amazing what ginseng can do. Dude, ginseng can fucking ginseng can upper your mood in a way that yeah. uh, that like to be honest, only like coffee or something will do. Like ginseng. Oh, if you try like, ginseng stuff, what's that? Have you tried some ginseng? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, a lot of like fucking, um, what would you call them? Like Oriental or like uh, Eastern medicines would have uh, ginseng in them for like cold mm-hmm. and flu depression or like depression of those symptoms. Um, so like having them with like, you could put them in like a hot drink and shit. But ginseng fucking feels great. Like the few times I've had it. Um, yeah. I've, I've. It's just a bit, a bit of a stimulant, a bit of a kick. You feel quite good. You don't get kind of jittery like you on like caffeine or coffee or, or any of those. They um, lion's mane is a popular mushroom. People add the caffeine to remove the kind of jittery effects. Apparently, really, I've never tried it, but I know some people who have. Um, I might actually try it at some point just to see what it is. So, like, you add powdered lion's mane mushroom, and it removes kind of the side effects of caffeine. But surely they're the ones you want. So there's also 
KSM 66 ashwagandha. <laughs> KSM 66 is a branded full spectrum extract of the root of the ashwagandha plant, also known as Indian ginseng or winter cherry. Oh. Um, they don't supporting mental and physical capacities in cases of fatigue. Uh, Cognizant is a phospholipid compound that converts to bocodine and cytidine on ingestion, latter of which converts to uridine in the body. Right. Uh, see, like those kind of things like Joe, like precursors yeah. of whatever. Mm-hmm. You could see how if somebody has a shitty diet or mm-hmm. a shitty lifestyle and they're unable, like they're those compounds just aren't in the bloodstream, you know? It would be like somebody eating virtually no protein in their diet. They're just eating, like, rice and veg and stuff, and they're not having those amino acids. And then if they're trying to induce muscle protein synthesis, that yeah. can't happen as easily. So, like, in my... Um, like, my fucking opinion in this is in no way nuanced, like, you know... Uh, but if you don't have those compounds ready and there for, like, conversion downstream... Yeah. And you're trying to produce dopamine or produce serotonin in the brain, and you don't have those precursors there. I could mm-hmm. see how taking a nootropic like that might be in some way effective. Yeah, because another thing here, Spanish sage, um, like for memory and performance, um, phosphodiol, serine, astrogen, more ginseng by the looks of things, or whatever the fuck that is, a blend of root extract from random. Noted ginseng plants, zinc, G, B3, B5, B6, B12. The thing with taking things like these nootropics is that, like, you eventually get like biological tolerance. So, yeah. you know, I would imagine the downer if you're taking something like this, you know, let's say they're all mildly effective or like five, two percent effective or whatever they're supposed to do, you know. So, if you have, you know, fucking 20 ingredients and you get a, an upper of 40 percent, whatever aren't really metrics you're putting on it, so yeah. They're probably not going to feel great when you stop taking them or you have to take more of them. Or they might just do fucking nothing. Like not, not anything you use a funky shits for a while. Well, it's like the, um, we were talking about joint health the other day, Garf. And remember we were talking about uh, glucosamine and chondroitin. And that's yeah. something that like every health shop in the world will have. Um, Everybody, if like, their knees are achy and they tell their mother about it, their mother will be like, take glucosamine and chondroitin. Uh, whatever mechanism of action that works through it makes you feel great like it makes your knees and elbows and shit feel great when you're taking it and then once you stop taking it it stops feeling great and yeah. like that's just the problem with this like i've no bother yeah. no bother with like supplementation through vitamins or any of those things but like you have to understand that if you're used to an elevated state of being and you spending yeah. 65 euro a month induces that once you yeah. take that away, it's not like, oh, I fixed myself and, and this will all be grand now, you know? Like, if yeah. you're used to eating steak every day, once you stop eating steak every day, you'll be like, oh, shit, this doesn't feel great. Yeah. Uh, that's the eternal search of being a human being, though, isn't it? Oh, that's what this podcast should be called. <laughs> I actually cannot get over how much stuff Bob Potters have on their website fits. Here, this they text insane. me every day. I'm going to scroll through my text. Along with Papa John's, is it? No, Papa John's only texts me on a Friday. Um, Bastards. Yeah. Do you want me at the weekend? Bulk powders, right? Yeah. Uh, Wednesday, quarter past six. Friday, ten past ten. Monday, ten past ten. Sunday, third of January, half six. They just keep texting me over and over again, and I'm like, I don't fucking take any supplements because I don't train. Like, um, yeah. Just looking at the others. Uh, oh, they have a very sexy um supplements, multi AM and PM. Oh, that's so sexy. It's so sexy. It's yeah. all black, all black capsules, all yes. black bag. Matte black that's bag with like with nice, nice simple writing on it. Looks great, doesn't it? So it, yeah, it does actually. Yeah, like a stag and something like that would yeah. see the strength would be nice. Oh yeah. So in the AM you have got your B vitamins, iodine and boron. And then the BM the, the BM. Oh sorry, that was no, what was that? Oh sorry, that was only part one of BM, sorry. Part oh, two of two. BM. We've got calcium, phosphorus, maritime pine bark. Uh, Maritime pine bark. Uh, don't stop the train. Fits manganese, <laughs> manganese, vitamin K one, natural vitamin E. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck pine bark is for. Uh, but you know, like Maritime pine bark has been used as a supplement in France as far back as the 1500s. That doesn't mean it works. Joe, you know, no. like the the hilarious Darrow Brian, the com- comedian, is has this yeah. sketch where he's like, Joe, everyone talks about uh, traditional medicine, and it's like, what happened was. They had traditional medicine and it was just called medicine. 
and then they tested it out when they figured out how to do scientific <laughs> testing and that became actual medicine and the shit that didn't work just remained as traditional medicine uh, yeah if it was medicine it would be alternative like but like those like vitamin e right which we mm-hmm. used, uh, usually consider with like skin hair nails all that shit if somebody has vitamin E deficiency and their skin is in shit or like their hair is really brittle and they take vitamin E and it fucking works, like yeah. that's the example you need to use, right? I think there's people like will reach for a multivitamin because they're like, oh, it's going to make me healthy. And it's like, you probably have enough of fucking everything. You might just be deficient in one area and that's where getting your blood panel done or getting yeah. some sort of analysis done can be very handy. You know what? Um, it can cause a lot of problems if you're deficient in it. Is uh, you'll never know in sulfur. Sulfur. There's actually there's never like a deficiency in sulfur because you get it from basically anything that's I think pretty much anything that's touched like kind of under the ground or dirt or whatever. Yeah. Um, like unless you have some like genetic deficiency or like some kind of like um, lack of an enzyme or whatever posting it, but like, a lot of bad things can happen to you, but it just never happens to people. Fuck. There's an AM part three as well. Oh Jesus Christ! This is the immune gland in part three. You need the PM. <laughs> Oxidative stress protection, PM protein metabolizing formula. And then we have, oh, that's it. There's only, um, PM only gets um, two things. That's not great, is it? One, one thing we've touched on before, John, was like, uh, like Mike Israel will be talking and he'd be like, oh, if you get high blood pressure when you're training, you just take blood pressure meds. And he'd be like, no, Mike, maybe you should drop back mm-hmm. on the fucking protocols you have and your blood pressure will drop down. And it's, to me, mm-hmm. it's the same for that, like, oxidative stress protection. It's like, Mm-hmm. maybe maybe if you stop yeah. the thing that was causing all the oxidation like if you just stop taking out all those like fucking processed carbs or stop training like a retard really late at night that oxidative stress might actually go away or if your sleep quality improved a bit it might go away and you wouldn't have to take this weird capsule that makes your shit smell funny or if it's or you could just take magnesium bisoglycinase tablets for four pound fifty four <laughs> You're just, you just don't know, like, you, you could do what you said, or you could take any number of things bulk powders have on their website. That's unbelievable. Amazing. You know, one supplement that I used to take, and I used to take this religiously, I'd have it, like, two or three times a day, um, yeah. when I was playing ball, and I, like, literally, I would never be without it, was uh, branched-chain amino acids. And branched-chain amino acids is something that gotten ragged on, like, Joe, like, the literature has just come back and said, like, if yeah. you eat your proper protein servings with normal food intake you don't take you don't need it it doesn't make a recovery any better uh yeah so like obviously like those studies came out they were coming out the whole time but like the the kind of consensus changed around those probably when i was in like probably in like 2012 2013 2014 but i was still yeah. like no when i take these things i feel better when i train but i figured yeah. out what it was is like I constantly have a protein shaker with like a scoop or a half scoop of BCAs in it. Mm-hmm. I was just drinking so much more water and I was constantly hydrated because this shit used to taste so good. That's why I was recovering better. Or like it might have been oh, like, yes, I, was yes, like yes, yes. I might have been like topping off the very top end of my protein intake and I might have been going from like 220 to 245 in my protein intake. But it was like it was more than likely the three liters of water I drank that tastes like sour apple. Uh because oh, it's so good oh bsn was just yeah they were the boys back They're in the day they were so expensive though so expensive they were yeah so fucking expensive so there i went from having like joe the complan meal replacement shakes and like the worst whey protein powder you could ever have and then it was like mm-hmm. oh i'm gonna try bcn because i think I think Froning was sponsored by them or something. Anyway, I bought He them. was. He was, actually. Yeah. He was. Yeah, you're dead right. And, uh, it was that red And McGregor. Tub. Was McGregor. McGregor and Froning were both were, I think, yeah. It was Froning, anyway, for me, was, like, the thing. Like, so I I just remember the red see-through tub, and it was like, Jesus, this looks fucking amazing. And it did look amazing. <laughs> and Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like... I definitely felt better when I was drinking it, but to be honest, looking back at it now, I think it was just because I was probably, I'd increased my water intake by 400%. <laughs> anything to get an edge fits back in the day, was yeah, it? Anything. The, um, the flavors they have, like there's on, on bulk powders again here, instant BCAs, they have, some of these taste terrible though, and I've tried them, like cola tastes terrible. I have cola here, I have cola at my desk, where the fuck is it? Is it? Is it 
mojito, tropical, watermelon, lemon and lime, mixed berry. They're just fucking. <clears throat> I might have actually drawn that out. And the supplement industry is insane, isn't it? It's actually fucking crazy. Insane, yeah. Like if if you, you know, what's this 2020? Say 25 years, 2021. Say 26 years ago or whatever. Mid, like some, you know, mid 90s. Someone was like, the supplement industry is going to be fucking huge. What is it, $5 billion a year in the US? Yeah, my, and what right is probably as huge, like, you know, it's fucking, if someone told you that, they're like, you're going to be buying, like, protein in a bag, and they'll be like, the fuck are you talking about? You know, or, yeah. like, you're going to buy stuff like um, slow-release carbohydrates versus fast-release carbohydrates. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, like, carbohydrate powders, growth recovery protein drinks, like, just any number of, like, random shit, and people will put through the nose for it, you know, they will like pay so much money for it so frequently and take it religiously. You know, that the market is like crazy. It's so fucking big. You know, and there's so many players, which is the, the weirdest thing. There's there's more supplements, some companies you can take a shit, fucking like shake a stick at, like fucking. Yeah. Like, you know, the funny thing is, though, if you were, if you went to a cattle farmer in the US in yeah. the 70s or the 80s and you were like, oh, do you know that shit you mix there? Um, do you know that powder stuff? The, that like mm. fucking way isolate like you're like you'll be able to sell that in tiny little boxes for a three thousand percent markup on what you pay for it and they'd be like yeah hell no and then you'd be like joe that, that fucking bulking agent you who's there there's yeah. lads now there's lads there who will pay like fucking 300 euro for that bag joe you know, and like a cattle yeah. farmer would think nothing of it because it's just like like way is a byproduct you know like yeah. a, a dairy processor takes way out of things to make other products so like the way it's just there <laughs> it's not like they have to extract it and do all these processes to it it's like this is a byproduct it's like what they the same thing they use for like vegemite uh the same way they t that's just a byproduct of brewing like whey is just a byproduct of certain dairy processes but you can buy like there's like brands called like bloom and milk replacer for calves you know and you can buy like 25 kilogram bags for like a five or a tenner you know yeah. basically the same stuff it smells very very similar to unflavored whey protein like when you put it in hot water and you mix it like but sure it's the exact same thing, thing Griff. It, it's literally isolated away uh to like yeah. boost protein content in like in in cattle feed um well, you can buy ultra fine ground oats and that yeah mm -hmm. they're fucking good. good if you're bulking Pretty. uh yeah. yeah they're they're good because they're <sighs> Joe, when you blend oats so say if you mm -hmm. If you just put oats in the blender and then put your whey protein on top and then whatever, you never get it as fine. But like, yeah. they're they're like they digest the same as normal oats. They feel the same in your stomach, Joe. Like it's it's like super predictable and it's in no way different from like if you take on fucking forty grams of dextrose, things are different. You know, it's not like you just ate forty grams of like normal sugar. Like you'll feel different. Whereas those ultra fine oats are perfect. It's the same as eating fucking forty grams of porridge, just in highly palatable form. That's what it looks like. It'd be very handy for the old um, oatmeal pancakes. Yeah, super handy. You better stop talking about blood brothers. It'll seem like we're advertising them. <coughs> <coughs> Not even paying us. Um. Okay. Stuff we have some other yeah. stuff to talk about here in the shit talk podcast because I told, you, I told you this morning when we were on our call. I was like, Garf. I have some shit I need to fucking rant about. Brexit is ruining my life. Why? Well, it's not really ruining my life. It, it delayed one package in getting here, but it shows how fucked the whole system is, right? So right. I ordered some gear from a, a New Zealand company, right? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Be specific Sorry. about what your a gear is. A pair of pants about. and a pair yeah. of gloves, right? Mm -hmm. So the pants had to come from their New Zealand warehouse. The gloves Stony were, Creek, is it? Yeah. The gloves were coming from their UK warehouse, right? The best... Like, in terms of outdoor gear, the best gear, I think, that's being made in the world at the moment is being made by Stony so Creek. It's phenomenally good. Um, so, ordered the pants, got a text, and it was like, pants will deliver. So, this is like DHLNZ, right? Texted me. This is like, they texted me a day after I ordered it. And they said, uh, NZ post estimated Wednesday 13th, January, signature required on collection, whatever. Then I get a text from them two days later saying, NZ Post delivery will be today, signature required. So it's coming two days early. It's coming on a Monday. I ordered right. it on like D 
the Tuesday or Wednesday before. The gloves have yet to arrive. No. <laughs> the, gloves, the gloves are coming from just over the water. Like, I could technically hop in the fucking boat that's down in Crosshaven and drive over and collect the gloves. And uh, they're still not here. They're definitely in a lorry in Northern Ireland somewhere. It's still being blocked. I think there's loads of, uh, like... Um like trucks and stuff at the ports just waiting because paperwork needs to be pushed through or whatever or like needs to be sorted yeah um or some it's not sorted apparently like just random stuff supposedly going uh out of stock on shelves at the moment um Fuck. like this was always going to happen though i suppose yeah the illegal straps arrived yesterday as well um i know i sent you a picture of them the leather ones so we now have Did you use pairs. them no i didn't train yesterday so i but in terms of a packing job so illegal sent so if you had two A4 pads, right, and you sent you laid them next to each other, so you've made a giant rectangle, right? So the box is that big looking at it from the top, and then it's like it's rectangular, so it's not quite as high, right? It's that size box with a Lego written on it. It has Joe you know, those plastic banding that goes around it, the like things that would be around a bale of like logs or briquettes. So like the heavy plastic banding. It has three of those, so two going one way, one going the other way. Then it's yeah. a big plastic label sealing the top and then it's taped as well. And I was like, what the fuck have Illico sent? Joe, I was like, there's no way they're wrapping a pair of straps, like a single pair of pulling straps in a box like this. Sure enough, popped open the box and it's just like this tiny little other cardboard box in the middle of it holding the two leather straps. And it's a nice little neat little box where you get the Gorgeous. Uh, strapped in, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Lico are—they're um, not messing around. They're—they're they're what I call a premium premium brand. Fuck yeah! You pay premium for them. Um, they're like the seeker strength of um, of gym equipment. Yeah, right. We uh, you want you wanted a rant about David Goggins as well, didn't you? Yeah, I. Oh, I'm not burned out on the David Goggins rant because. But it's kind of it's the flame is burning less brightly than it was yesterday when we were talking about it. You weren't as annoyed yesterday. I know I was way more annoyed yesterday, but I just had a lot of time in my own head walking around last night. Um, when I was out shooting, so I kind of ranted myself out of it. Um, I just ah, he just everything about that human for me, I disagree with. Like, it's that amount of like hell yeah motivation shit like and the thing that like fucking brought it home for me was when you see like the u.s soldiers sleeping in like the capitol buildings and stuff and you're like those guys aren't fucking on instagram uh running miles while they're like talking to the camera being like yeah this is what you need to do or like they're not touting some bullshit fake facts stuff around the place like i just he's probably a grand fella as a human being he's probably sound yeah. I just detest almost every piece of content he's ever produced. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, Joe. Like, I'd happily have a pint with him. Um, but I'm not... I wouldn't be a fan of, of that kind of rhetoric. People love him, though. It's it, People really thoroughly enjoy him. Yeah. Like this... This, like, I'm a tough cunt. <laughs> like, that's what it is, like... It's yeah, like he's that's actually... it's like he's running around the world doing all these like ultra marathons, just like roaring like I'm a tough gun, I'm a tough gun, yeah, I'm a tough gun. Like Joe, like I don't care. And uh, <laughs> there you have enough breaking news <laughs> from David Goggin. I think um, I think if we'd recorded this podcast yesterday, we could have had an hour. Of me being like, and another thing. <laughs> we were trying to figure out if he'd actually, you know, if he, like, if he'd finished his Navy SEALs training or whatever, and then if he'd um, gone and served. But it looks like he actually did go to Iraq, but it looks like things on the, on the Wikipedia page. Yeah, I think he was there in a stopover or something. So I think he was flying to Australia or something, and the plane stopped there for half an hour. Wait, are you joking? <laughs> I'm joking. Did, um, I did the, um, if you look at the vaccine, you know, the Omni vaccine calculator that's going yeah. around for when you get the vaccine, uh, mine is like sometimes saying like next, like, it's like so it'll be same for you, I'd imagine, uh, September. 
Yeah, September, October, I think. But then if you put in, you have a medical condition, uh, it's like April. That's fucking, what's this, January, February, March, April? Like, we're probably not going to go to this lockdown until basically uh, June. <laughs> until people are vaccinated. At the rate things get done here, it won't be that soon. Yeah. Um, so we put in age here, so I have it up right. So I put in uh, seven. Long term care facility worker? Uh, no. <laughs> Am I pregnant? Uh, I don't think so. Healthcare worker? Could be argued I'm. There, you, know. <laughs> you are in no way a fucking healthcare Educa- Education sector worker? <laughs> Basically, I mean, it is a podcast. A living worker in a crowded setting? No. Um, this one's blank. You say no food supply transports. Uh, I do enjoy food, but I know. Uh, any underlying health conditions? I suppose if I knew about them, and they would be underlying, would they? But um, as far as I'm concerned, no. Vaccination rate, I have no idea what it is, but I don't think it's 42,000 per week. That's what they've put default here. Um, time to vaccinate everyone. Four and a half years. What? Uptake rate at 75%. Based well, on your profile, there are between one and a half million and three million people in front of you in the queue for the COVID vaccine across Ireland. Even a vaccine rate of 42,000 a week. I don't see there being 42,000 people vaccinated a week out here, I'd imagine. No, no way. And that's an, that's an uptake rate of 75% of the population. So you should receive your first dose of vaccine on the 30th of September, the 15th <laughs> of May 2022. That's not right. That cannot possibly what? be right. No fucking way. No fucking no way. Fu- that cannot be right. That's mental, isn't it? They were trying to say they um, have ever been vaccinated by the summer. So, Jesus Christ. I'll start fucking jabbing people with it. <laughs> uh, as always on the Shit Talk Podcast, Garf, what's the plan for the weekend? And don't say, um, no fucking plan, fucking lockdown, like you did last it's week. A, it's a retarded question because it is a fucking lockdown. Yeah, but you still have to do stuff at home. Like, surely you have a sourdough bread or something to bake. Nah, what did I bake last weekend? Surely you some basic bitch shit to be doing. Uh, you know all about that. Um, a banana bread I got or my, something. Um, so why, why, what are you going doing? Um, my sister's moving house on Saturday, so I'll be doing that for most of the day. We have that call on Saturday. I have two calls Saturday, actually. Um, so that's it. Two hours of work Saturday moving house for the rest of the day Saturday probably go target shooting um I've, I got uh, my my burger masher you know oh, the um, did you yeah so I make some mash burgers there today oh um, the smash burger for those of you listening is a fucking game changer mm-hmm. so you need to take your normal quarter pounder patty or your like whatever burger you have you need to split it in half or in three you then roll it up into like the size of halfway between a ping pong ball and a tennis ball, airing more towards the size of a ping pong ball. And then you take like, you just put that ball on a really, really hot pan. You use like a burger smasher if you have one like Gerfaz or else like I use like a potato masher with like a square of parchment over it. You smash that fucking burger down till it's like a centimeter thick. You fry it for like a minute flip it fried for a minute and you do your two or three burgers like that like smash burger style instead of doing your like thicky burger layer of cheese in between each one oh my god it's phenomenal i'd actually recommend getting just a masher on it's called a bacon griller or bacon masher on amazon you get it for like 15 euro cast iron it's like fucking two kilos <sighs> you, like you couldn't ask for more i've been using a spatula all along and it's just not the same it's not the same no, it's nowhere near the same. Because you can just leave this on it and walk away and you, like the, the wooden handle won't be hot then or whatever when you come back to oh. it. So I'm totally excited to use it. There's a lot to be said. You know what I really like is, and I saw Mark Bell had one on his grill. He had um, a stainless steel basically corridor between his two hubs. Yeah. And he had like a, um, um, like a, like a, a hot grill plate. top. Yeah, like a, basically a long hot plate like you'd see in, you know, basically in any fast food restaurants or whatever. Yeah, that'd, be, that'd be nice. That'd be the dream. He's so handy. Yeah. Wouldn't we cook steak in that though, would you? Yeah, I know you could, yeah. but You just wouldn't get the griddle marks. It'd be alright without those. Yeah. But I suppose you, it'd dry out the steak enough, I'd imagine. Yeah, it depends like how much, but you can get those little hats 
that like looked like a little <laughs> that you put down over the stake then. Oh, yes, 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 yes. There's no amount, like, with training equipment and with so many other things I do, I'm like, I don't want that much stuff, you know. I don't want that much <laughs> equipment around it because, like, a lot of the stuff we do is, like, very, very equipment heavy, you know. Uh, but with cooking stuff, I'm like, get me every gadget that's available. <laughs> but it makes it makes things a lot better, like, if you do get, if you do get, like, an appropriate piece of equipment. So it makes, they're always very specific you know the piece yeah. of equipment you get like like a dough cutter is only used for dough, dough cutting but it makes that particular task so much easier like it makes it so much easier for you when you want to do that thing you know like there's no you can't replace it and you can you can do hatchet jobs with other piece of equipment but it's just not the same no it's really not and that's like where the like a meat thermometer i think is like the go-to purchase if you're going yeah. down that road you know if you like cooking even like I always say, if you like cooking big pieces of meat, get one. But like, if you like cooking fucking steaks and you like doing it correctly, that is the piece of gear you need. You know, I've never gotten a meat thermometer, and it's, I probably should at some stage. But oh, you definitely should. But you don't really cook like that many big roasts, sure you don't. It's all like I don't like fry the, cuts. The texture and and uh, flavor of roasts. Really? Meat? No, I don't. Not roasted beef anyway. Not roasted red meat. It just dries it out. I don't like. Oh, I like you covered in gravy, roast. but then you just might eat a bowl of gravy. Then, like, yeah, um, I'm excited. Like, one thing I am excited for with winter ending is the starting of barbecue season. Well, we don't get much in Ireland, to be fair. Yeah, but still, like, cook time. stuff on the barbecue like every fucking second day between yeah. m- March and September. Uh, There's it's a lot to be said for being outside at 10 o'clock as well. I'm not freezing cold and it's still a bit bright. Yeah, there's a fucking big change coming here, girl great stretch in the evenings yeah there's a stretch in the evenings right and it's warm well like no, five, no. five degrees at the moment is like jeez it's lovely and warm outside isn't it but it makes some difference going from like minus three and a half degrees to five degrees though yeah yeah a huge difference um i'm looking yeah. at um this is just the, the grass you know going to the airport on a sunny day is blessed it's blessed oh, it's only like it's it. only rivaled by like a wet, rainy, windy morning, you know, and you're sitting yeah. in Cork Airport and you're flying to wherever mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh, yes. I'm just looking at Ryanair there, just looking at flights to, obviously, Gabriel is the first stop. Oh, no, actually, no, probably London would be the before, before we get to Romania. Yeah, um, to do actual work. <laughs> making YouTube videos of Gabriel is actual work too, buddy. Yeah, it is actual work, but it's not actual Don't work you, you bring... get paid for right away. No, that's true. That's very, very true. Um, yeah, London will be first. Um, but direct flights. So you can fly direct from Dublin to Cluj, uh, which we didn't do the last time. I don't know why we didn't do that. We did on the way out, didn't we? We didn't on the way home or something. No, remember the flights got changed on the way home. They got delayed oh, and shit, yeah. it didn't tell us. These, that was... Um, um, I was in the airport being like, this is going to be great. We're going to get a car and drive to Vienna and we'll fly the next morning. Do you remember it was like a crazy plan like that? I was like, this is this is the best idea ever. And then Clarence was just like, uh, um, I think the no. flight's been changed. Clarence was very, very anxious about it. But we were like, we could do that. We could. Or we'll, let's just drive all the way home. Let's just, yes. let's just not. No, was it like you had to be home for work or something and we couldn't? Yeah. Yeah, I had to go back to work. Um, yeah, it's fucking funny enough. Clarence, to be fair, it's Clarence. That day when we were waiting in the airport, Clarence <coughs> said, uh, Fitz, how many followers do you have on Instagram? And I was like, fucking 700 or something. And he was like, uh, right. And he put some, a picture of, on his story. He'd be like, let's get this guy to over 1,000. And 20 minutes later, 1,000 followers. <laughs> <laughs> he did actually work. Oh, it's so funny. Um, yeah, so just... Direct lights from Dublin to Cluj. Holy shit. How much? See, I wonder, no, well, I don't know. I wonder how fast all the uptake on air travel will happen again. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, they're like fucking. In February, they're like six euro return. No, but Eight. I mean, like, if you booked for next November. Next November? Yeah. We did by next November, Fitz. Well, we won't be out of lockdown before then. You can say things like that. We, we won't like. That's 
Shut the fuck up. The way things work in Ireland, Gurf, they'll probably get the vaccine, but they'll forget to order fucking slip tips for the top of the needles. (laughs) We had the vaccine, right? But we didn't have any fridges, so... So here's the... uh, They actually don't change that much. They get a bit dearer next September. Oh, they're obviously up in their fights because they think, oh, no, they don't. No, October, then they're like 20 year old, 40 year old return, 50 year old return. Let's just book. (sighs) Hopefully it'll be a lot sooner than that, Fitz. Jesus Christ. That's, um... think about that just that it's the airports for me that that do it the excitement going places backpack on the titillating feel titillating Uh, just tingling with excitement i love Um, people watching in the airport too yeah like everyone's doing their thing yeah yeah yeah. the fashion in the airport is a big thing people are so funny if people go heads like people go for it. Mine is I have to have zippy pockets so stuff doesn't fall out of my pocket, in a t-shirt, and that's it. I basically. can I can tell you exactly what you'll be wearing in the airport. You will mm-hmm. be wearing your black with gum sole. Uh, are they nanos? That have no the innovates. No no no. You'll be back to nanos by then. No, I fucking won't. I'll just buy another pair of those. Innovates. Sorry, this is this is the exact outfit you've worn every single time we've been in an airport. So you're wearing the nanos, black with a gum sole that don't have laces in them for some reason. They're gone too shabby. I can't wear those in public anymore. You're wearing the Nike pants, but they're like a newer pair of Nike pants that you haven't trained in too many times that have zippy mm-hmm. pockets in them. You're wearing probably an ATG t-shirt or something along those lines, and then you have your zip-up maroon. Uh, I think it's like North Face fleece on with the pockets yeah that's what you've worn in every single airport and then your school bag you need zippy pockets to protect <laughs> your things like if you lose your passport you know this fucking no, no bueno yeah that's the only concern on the airport that's my only concern i have enough stuff downloaded for the flight to watch oh the the pressure of being on the plane waiting for that last circle of the netflix download to be complete <laughs> like wait <laughs> Why do you always think of it as well just before you go to the airplane? You're in the queue, you know, like you're standing waiting to board the plane and you're like, yeah, I didn't download anything. I'm going, but what I always watch is like Rick and Morty for some reason. I just keep watching seasons really? when I go on planes. Yeah. Fucking hell, I love going places. Oh my God. Yeah, on the way back from Qatar, I did the three John Wick movies in a row. So I think John Wick, I think it was John Wick 1 was on the, pl- like they had it on the plane entertainment system and then one and two might have been on Netflix or it was something like that anyway and uh, yeah oh it was so good all three in a row you're so mad for sleeping on a plane as a love sleeping on a plane yeah the I best spent... thing about the flight to London as well is it's like an hour I don't like that though I like it to be a long plane journey where you have multiple meals and you're there for a while you're like entrenched like I spent oh, I a lot it. of my childhood on very long flights so it just feels just... at home the Singapore like yeah no, I did, like the long flights, I get cabin fever, like after ten minutes. Like, well, yeah, <laughs> not even fifteen minutes, five minutes maybe. Like, there's just something about those really long flights where you're just, you're just trapped. You know, like you're just like oh, I love it. If you go for a quick sprint, like if they had like a little grass, the last row playing turf down the middle, you know, you could uh, do prowler sprints, something to tire yourself out. So you know, you'd go for a nap, deep put in after. You'd be all right. The funniest is when you're like a like a twelve or thirteen year old kid, and Joe, you're like convinced that the other like twelve or thirteen year old girl that's sitting across the aisle is like, look at you, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> Definitely into this. Did you do that? That was so funny. Like that was like a fucking thing. Being like, oh, it's fucking hot when there is also on holidays with her parents. <laughs> Maybe she's staying in the same place as us. <laughs> no, no, you wouldn't know her. It was on holidays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't know her. She's not from here. Um, that was in your handsome fits though was it no that was before it became handsome fits here that's actually depressing but I don't even want to look at this who knew getting hit in the head would change your fucking head shape that much <laughs> and gaining 10 kilos in body weight like- so many more kilos in body weight like I think I was I remember getting weighed in that first year uh, at like 87 kilos for most of our gym sessions I think I got up to like 91 92 by the end of that year so if I was probably 87 when that, I know the picture you're talking about as well. I was probably like 87 kilos in that picture. And uh, you, what weight am I now? I was like 106 this morning. As mad as you're gaining weight. 
Yeah. Like you're up a kilo or so, are you? We seen yeah. one hundred five last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I wonder if you got back to like ninety five kilo fits, would you be handsome fits again? There's only one way to find out. <laughs> like you, you will probably end up being like ninety five kilos. Yeah, I probably Hopefully. should be. I'd be much better off being ninety five kilos. It's just when you're doing the fucking high volume squatting and loads of yeah. bodybuilding and eating calorie surplus, it's just impossible. <laughs> It's mad that you're not losing weight even though you're eating extra calories. Crazy, isn't it? I'm just eating more food because I'm having to recover from more training and then I'm doing loads of bodybuilding and I still keep getting bigger. Um, you have a serious growth for training at the moment, which is phenomenal to see. Yeah. Um, the, the lockdown helps. The lockdown and like being like under pressure, like I'm under time pressure now. Like yeah. end of March is the time. Um, is, it, is that what you're, is in the March like you're... Yeah, but I just, I can't see the run working out. Like, I just, at the moment, maybe it's because I'm in, like, a fucking trough in, like, my fucking periodization of running training. But at the moment, it's just, that pace is so fucking fast. Like, I'm running 400s at that pace now and doing, like, a few 400s at that pace. Mm -hmm. At the moment, the idea of linking multiple 400s together is, like there's no way this is going to work. Like, I have to do 1,609 metres at that pace to run a five-minute mile. Uh, so, like, yeah, I don't know. I just can't. Well, and what's catching you on the run? Is it aerobic or is it cramps? Oh, just or what? cramps. Just fucking crazy lower back stroke abs, stroke hip flexor, stroke quad and hamstring cramps. Your squat is looking fucking so good at the moment. Like that 190 was so good. So like I assume the running is helping your squat a bit, especially for you, you know, not like yeah. for a bit of explosiveness because you're a great old grinder. The Yeah, like the the thing with the running and the squatting, like they're very much, the way everything is programmed, it's very uh, conducive to progress in both. Like I've never stayed at the 15s before for squats. Like fucking, I've never done 15s before realistically in like proper structured formats. So like 15s, 12s, 10s, fairly heavy f- consistently every week. And the running on top of that is definitely building a lot of capacity. I just don't know. Like I did a, basically, was it like Sunday night? I think it was Sunday night, Sunday or Monday night. I uh, I couldn't, it was like fucking rainy or something, so I couldn't do running. So I was like, oh, what am I going to do? So I did like air squats to parallel so like really fast air squats to parallel non-stop for five minutes to see how much pain it could be in and the answer is mm-hmm. a lot of fucking pain like if you're like jody air squats were like fucking pulling yourself down uh yeah like that's were, the were thing. you going hard like yeah yeah going so fucking hard rock hard um but the i just couldn't i just at the moment maybe now when I get out of doing so much race based stuff and start elongating the distances I'll start to it will become clear in my head that this is actually going to work but like at the moment I'm like there's no fucking way this is going to work you shouldn't have that attitude fit as a sport pathologist oh I understand that I'm wrong I understand that like this isn't the way I should be thinking to be performing optimally but the other thing around that is like like i understand too much (laughs) like i understand that aerobic adaptation isn't like strength adaptation where you you will linearly progress week to week to week like uh, you literally need to build mitochondrial density in your cells for just certain capacities you know i also understand that like this is a really fucking weird distance where it's not sprint training, it's not run training, and it's not, like, aerobic training. It's somewhere between all of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And to be honest, like, the only thing similar is, like, really high-capacity rowing intervals uh, seems to be the only thing that brings about that same stimulus for me. And, yeah, like, look, we're a good few weeks out at the moment. This week is, like, what day is today? 15th. 15th so this week yeah so i have an 800 session left next week will be 800s and 1200s so like there is time where those distances are gonna lengthen out and like there's a lot of weeks left between now and and d-day uh but at the moment it's just like fuck like i know for a fact the squad is like a few weeks away you know if i pushed hard and just 
didn't oh, do yeah. anything else except squat. Holy shit, that squat will be there. No bother. Like, I need to do 200 for 8 or 10. And that squat's there. Yeah. Um, and it's just... The running did just... I don't know. I just don't know. But... You you should know that the run was never going to feel nice. Like it was never going to. No. Nobody set out running a five minute mile, and they were like, "This isn't that bad." You know that never happened for anyone. That was never going to happen for you or anyone else, no matter how much no. you think you are. Like you know that's not the case. Like it's um, also the other thing I knew is like it, I knew it wouldn't be linear. Like I knew it wouldn't be similar to the strength work where like I would see mm-hmm. progress from week to week and things would gradually get faster and things would show like those siphons would gradually even off like i knew that just simply wasn't going to be the way that it would just be really fucking shitty for a long time and then hopefully at some point when i taper it will work you should uh, be start vlogging your chain again and talking about this because any people want to know yeah yeah i might just start fucking using my phone because that lens the phone is perfect it actually works out right if you just especially in the hoeys yeah or whatever phone you have down the hell he is the hell he is hell he is yeah like February, January, February, March is a long time in aerobic training. That's such a fucking long time. Absolutely. And I know you're saying it's, it's like a myth. Like it's, it's a funny event because like, you're sprinting for a mile so it's still pretty powerful. Yeah. Um, Alex, like, look, the only thing to do is keep fucking going. <laughs> like there's, yeah. there's absolutely no other option like because uh, it will have to happen, you know. And if, um, like there's no point even talking about contingencies because like contingencies aren't the thing now. Uh, yeah. Contingencies will be it's a very definitive goal. Yeah, like the the goal is there. I also have like other goals in between that I really want to get to. So like there's a few squat numbers that I really want to hit in between. Uh that I just I know the squat numbers are going to be there. And the problem with it at the moment is like the only run numbers I have in between are basically like derivative distances worked at that pace. So you know it's like 150 second eight hundred is is that pace for an 800 uh 75 second 400s is that pace for 400s and my problem is i need a better i need a better more nuanced view of run training uh Mm -hmm. i have a very good idea of sprint training and sprint capacity for runs because i'm really used to coaching athletes in that but when it comes to coaching athletes to sprint for five minutes non-stop like there's no sporting events in field sports or team sports that really come up against that so like my my structured goal setting isn't really as fucking informed for that as it is for like the squatting or it is for loads of other shit I do. Yeah, you, you're not sure what things in your head like with the squat, like you say, you're like, oh, uh, I need like too much for seven to nine or whatever. Yeah, but with the the run, what do you what are you pacing it off of? Or well, I know you pace it off, of, but what exactly are you aiming for? Exactly. Is your goal with the four hundreds just to run as fast as as possible? You can in those four hundreds. Are you trying to pace yourself? It just depends on the session. Like the, I did a session last week where I just did like three or four four hundreds fast, and I wasn't worried about the pace. And I would, I was running like sub five minute mile pace for those, so like seventy, seventy one, seventy two seconds for the four hundreds. Um, and I like I've no doubt if I try to run a bit faster, I could get sub seventy, but I just at the moment there's not a huge amount of like i just need to build more 400s at an applicable pace uh yeah i need to start doing some longer stuff and just getting some aerobic work in as well like i think if i had been more intelligent with this and did more running in november i think a really good milestone would have been like a an 18 minute 5k or a 19 minute 5k like try and hit a new 5k pb uh and I think that definitely would have helped. But instead, I hit the squat training really hard for, like, fucking November, end of November, start of December, and, like, really tried to, like, put myself in a big trough with the squat training uh, when I should have been doing longer aerobic work on the running then, too. But it's too late for that now. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's been another random shit talk podcast. Uh, I hope you all have a great weekend in or out of lockdown. If you're in Australia or New Zealand and you're out of lockdown, we don't want to hear about it. Like, it's great to hear you're going to raves, lads. It's great. It's great. Like, thanks for texting us saying you won't be training that hard next Monday because you'll be on the piss with your friends for the weekend. Uh, Just save those stories for when we're allowed to go on the piss, dude, please. Thanks. 
camping there for in New Zealand coaching. Oh yes. He's um We should move to yeah, New Zealand for eight months, Greg. Don't tempt us, Fitz. Don't I think we me. should. That'd be fucking great. Would they have us, I wonder? Oh, they definitely have us, yeah. Like yeah. I I don't see any reason why we wouldn't do that, other than the fact that you have a house like and a fiance. They and two dogs. <laughs> But like, they, could, they could all come part they, of the house obviously they could all come except the house I think uh, we should we definitely do it move to New Zealand, New Zealand for until yeah. the pandemic's over no even like outside of pandemia uh, which is what <laughs> I'm calling it at the moment uh, no just for like 8 months we should just go there it's supposed to be class there's a lot of listeners on um, New Zealand yeah from New Zealand Australia's number four done listeners. Um, we could go Australia hopefully for four we get months, to do, New Zealand for four months. Hopefully we get to do um some some seminars in Australia with uh with Aaron. Oh that'd be great. Hopefully that'll come about. Yeah. yeah. That flight would kill me though. Cabin fever. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be worth it though. I'd, I would like to see Australia. Yeah. Yeah, Australia's fucking class. Right. Thanks for listening, guys. I'm gonna stop recording now. <laughs>